Hey everyone, Michael Antonovich with Swapmoto Live, here for another episode of the Midweek Podcast, presented by Yoshimura R&D. After decades of working separately, even competitively against each other, Feld Entertainment and MX Sports have come together to form the Super Motocross World Championship. The series, set to launch at the end of 2023, will see the top finishers from the 250 and 450 classes at Monster Energy Supercross and Lucas Oil Pro Motocross into a three-race series that will crown two overall champions at the LA Coliseum in October. The added hybrid races are just part of the program though, which includes a $10 million yearly purse made possible by a newly renegotiated television package, improved communication between the two series and the motorcycle manufacturers in the pits, and a clear pathway from amateur levels to professional competition. Dave Prater of Feld Entertainment and Kerry Coombs-Russell of MX Sports joined me for a conference call to discuss the why and how SMX came to be shortly after the news was announced, a 30-minute conversation that clears up many of the current misconceptions about the series. Expect full details for the 2023 race season, including schedules for Supercross, Pro Motocross, and Super Motocross to drop in October. Thanks for listening to the Midweek Podcast. I'm always trying to get better, so feel free to share comments on recommendations on what you'd like to hear or see. As always, be sure to like, subscribe, follow us on social media, and visit SwapMotoLive.com. You already know that Yoshimura makes the best exhaust options for Honda motocross and off-road bikes, but did you know they make great power for Yamaha, Kawasaki, KTM, Husqvarna, and GasGas? Yoshimura has been delivering power since 1954 and can make your bike run and sound the best it can. Visit them at yoshimira-rd.com to see how they can make your bike bark. Well, hey, Dave and Carrie, thank you guys for getting on this call with me today. I know it's been a busy day. Not only uh, are you guys making all this news, but you're down in the heart of the sport right now at Loretta Lynn's Ranch in Tennessee, seeing everybody in the industry. So how was today? How was it to be with everyone, have the OEM meetings and just have this new spread? It, it was exciting because we, we've been working on this for a long time and we've been sharing it with the OEMs. We've been actually getting their guidance, you know, and their input from the very beginning when we started uh, talking to sharing this idea with them in uh, February. And so to finally be able to put it out there for everybody else, to, to hear um, and seeing the response has been overwhelming. It's, it's really been uh, refreshing to, to have all the excitement. It's, it's not just us, you know, being excited about it. It's everybody. Yeah, it's yeah definitely. It's, it's been crazy. And like Carrie's saying, like to walk through the pits and just have everyone come up to you and explain express how excited they are has been great i've probably reread the press release like six times by now just to see everything that's in there and get an idea of what it is but then every time i go through it i see something new and i think this week that something is very important is you guys talking about this infrastructure from bottom to top for a rider to come through and for this to all come out this week when you guys are with the next generation of the sport and giving them a chance to really ask questions and see firsthand how things are going to go and know what I'm doing at the ranch is going to translate to something later. I mean, perfect timing on all of that. Definitely. I think it's unique. And what you just said, like we have with this partnership, now we cover a rider from the first time they race a dirt bike 
through the elite years of, of their you know career. So not many, not many uh, professional sports organizations can say that. I don't know of any that can say that. Actually, the last two hours before this call was with the, uh, the OEMs about solely amateur racing, about what does that path look like to uh, get these kids through their amateur career safely, you know, in, in whole into the next, um, the professional ranks through motocross and then uh, supercross. What does that look like? And it was great because we were all able to sit in this one room, Loretta Lynn's dressing room, you know, with all of the OEMs and the amateur managers and uh, come together as an industry with a plan for the, the progression of these riders. And everybody agrees. Mm -hmm. And everybody walked out of here with, man, that was the best two hours we could possibly spend, you know, as an as a industry deciding what that path is going to look like mm -hmm. you know i've been to the ranches will be the third time when i get down there tomorrow but for years i've heard all of the business stories that happen down there from the ama meetings to the track managers mm -hmm. i mean really to see how this is all coming together and just strengthening it as one time like wow that is that's a lot going on this week just to see in one time and, and really a great time carry for you guys at the ranch. I mean, not to totally sidetrack everything from today's big announcement, but they're all hand in hand. And I mean, this is a huge week for you guys down there for sure in every way. It is. And I'm, I'm grateful to um, our fellow friends for using this platform to make the announcement. It's, I know it's a professional uh, announcement as far as professional racing but this is the place to, to, to make that news here, you know, with our, our amateur families. So to jump into, you know, the news at hand with the new Super Motocross World Championship that's been announced, like you said, this has been in the planning stages for a while, you know, really dating back to a conversation in 2020 at Daytona when you guys hashed out the initial things of, hey, let's work better together, which is something that, I've been talking about for some time, a lot of people in the industry that I've been talking to have been hoping for that in some time. And through everything we've seen in these last three years, the one benefit through it all is how much motorcycling has grown, but how much the communication within our groups have all grown too. For you guys to go through these together, um, how is it now to see where this idea went from a concept to a fully announced plan today? It's, it's great. I mean, it's, it's crazy to think you know, 2020 Daytona, myself and Todd Gendro went to meet with Carrie and Davey, and it was literally just to say, hey, let's let's think about ways we can work together. And that may be something as small as promoting each other's events on social media or at the live event. Um, but this animosity that that people at least perceive we have with one another needs needs to go away and so um from that first initial meeting and to the day and what it's grown into be is is just it's pretty special and pretty exciting um you know the path to get here has been interesting i don't think any of us thought that day in daytona that we would be here i know i didn't um but it's been fantastic and it's really it's just it's shown me at least what 
what these two organizations can do together. I mean, the first, the first thing, the first challenge that hit us was the week after that Daytona meeting when COVID shut down Indianapolis. And, um, you know, we put together, Kerry put together Safe to Race Task Force and, and we got our championships in. And we were the first professional sports leagues to finish our championships during COVID. Um, and then from there, it just, it snowballed and, and we're here today and excited about the future. And one of the things that um, we started doing as, as a result of, you know, COVID is having these regular Zoom meetings. You know, I didn't know what Zoom was, you know, until COVID happened. And so we started these weekly Zoom meetings with our um, teams. And uh, at one point, we invited Dave and Mike to join in on our weekly team meetings because we, we deal with the same teams with the same riders and we just started sharing best practices and that just led from you know one thing to another um now we have on our weekly zoom meetings we have you know ama's part of it ama pro racing they're all on these big calls and so for the first time i would say in or and ever in the history of the sport, you know, you've got the teams, the organizers, the sanctioning bodies, all working together. And the promoters are all on board, the international promoters, you know, they were really uh, embraced the idea on board when, when I gave them the, you know, you know the news of, of the forward direction, and they were very excited about being part of this. So I hate to like be so forward in this question because it's going to come off this way, but it's like the most obvious question there is. What was it about now in the last two years that made you guys really decide like any animosity, like you said, or any perceived animosity or any miscommunication we have, let's do it together now. Like what was the, the deciding factor that made you guys realize better, stronger together instead of independently on the own? Well, 2021 was the last year for our contract with uh, NBC, our broadcast contract. And I knew that uh, Supercross's contract was going to expire the next year. So this was the first time that we were just one year apart in our okay. broadcast schedule. And, you know, if you're on being honest with ourselves, uh, motocross uh, for a professional sport is, is a short season. It's only three and a half months long compared to other major sports. Supercross is likewise just four and a half months long. You know, just when you get ramped up and ready to go, it's over. And so if we combine our television package together, you've got, you know, nine, eight months, nine months of content. So, you know, I approached Dave and said, what about if we went to the market together for our broadcast rights? What would that look like? It would look like nine months worth of continuous content. And so um, we did a, a you know, one-year deal with MAV and uh, did a shopping agreement with fell so that they could go to market together 
for both series together. Um, the first thing, well, we were very excited about it. We, for us, it was obvious that why didn't we think of this before? Um, Mr. Feld works with IMG and Endeavor, and they're a very successful sports marketing firm. Ran it up the flagpole to see what their opinion was, and they came back and 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 they thought it was a great idea. But they gave us uh, great advice, and they said that what you have, where what you don't have that other professional sports do have is is a, a playoff, is a Super Bowl, is a finale, and that's where the idea for the playoffs and the the um, final came from, through you know, getting some, some good solid advice from other professional organizations. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, for people that might not know, uh, AMG, IMG Endeavor, I mean, if you've ever watched Entourage, that's the agency that they've made that whole show after. I mean, that's one of the leading entertainment, sports, marketing agencies. It's huge. Yeah. So the information and the data that they have crossed all boards. I mean, for you guys to get some insight from that, that really does show a sign for the sport of where we do still do get mass appeal. So as all of this kind of keeps going along, then as you guys have seen so quickly in these last few years, the media landscape has changed so much. And that TV package is so important. You know, just when we think, ah, maybe people are just so tuned in on their phones and they're not so worried about it. We see it, you know, anytime there's one shift or the next, you guys have really seen how important that is for both series to have a solid TV package. What do the TV broadcast companies think of the sport as it is right now? As it is today, they're extremely excited. Um, they, again, Carrie mentioned it, but IMG hit the nail on the head. So all the media companies we have presented this to have said the same thing. That's what you were missing before. You were missing the, the length of the season at short seasons. But you're also missing that post-event or post-season playoff and the Super Bowl. And so now a media company is coming in and not just looking at, all right, we've got 17 races in four and a half months or 12 races in three and a half months. Now we've got 31 races over nine months. And and it's it builds to that crescendo at the end, which is just going to engage fans that much more. Mm -hmm. So they've all been extremely excited about the opportunity. You know, as we, we look at the series as a whole for both of you guys, it went from 16 races for you, Dave, up to 17. It's been 12 nationals forever. Uh, but there was always those off-season events, the U.S. Open, the Monster Cup. So it's still kind of the same, but it's different. But it's it's always kind of scary when a racing series makes a change, like when NASCAR makes a change in their car or their format. It's always kind of leery of how people are going to take it. But I think with this one, we've always been trying stuff, the Triple Crowns, uh, Moto's running, you know, later in the year, you guys running 250s and 450s swap when it is. Like, we're not immune to making little tweaks here and there. It'll be interesting to see how a big change like this, which isn't that big, is recepted or, or how it plays out. That's true. Change, I mean, I think you're right. I think we've been definitely more acceptance, uh, accepting of change over the years. But change is scary for anyone, um, for all of us. But we knew that this was the right thing to do and it is a huge change. Um, but it so far, um, today in the last few months have, uh, told us anything, people were excited about it and I, I can't wait to see what it, what it truly brings in 23 and beyond. Okay. 
Um, the one thing that we do, you know, kind of have to mention is so many people online are like, well, this is in regards to World Supercross and this and this and this. And I'm sure there might be a couple little elements to it. And obviously those two things are going to keep playing off of each other as this goes on. But one big thing that you guys have is the support of the OEMs in America, the American OEM divisions, who really control all the racing here. So how certain things are working in one into the other, everybody's picking their allegiances and, and things like that. But for you guys to have where all of the racing in the United States come from, where all of the main guys are from, where all of the main people are trying to come to, just to know you have that support from them has had to be huge as you kind of branch it out. Um, and then to take their direction in, because that's been the one thing that they've been talking about for so long is like, we say all these things, but we never feel like we're listened to. So to open up that line of communication now, how are these things? Well, you know, the OEMs, after we discussed it amongst ourselves and uh, we got the advice from IMG and Endeavor, they were the next people we talked to. We went to see them in February of uh, 20 uh, of this year and, and laid, laid it out for them and took their advice very seriously. They're such an important part of all of our programs. And uh, they were just as excited as we were about it. So we, we didn't go there and say, this is what we're going to do. We said, we have an idea. You know, what do you think? Is this, is this a good idea? Or would, would you participate? And um, they gave us some advice and we built this program together. Yeah. I mean, we're all, to Carrie's point, we're still taking their advice. So we, I, this is obviously a wonderful partnership, but it also includes each of the OEMs. So we're all in this together. And that's why we don't have all the details of points and how the person is going to get paid out and all of that. But it's because we're taking their input. We, we don't want to do this in a vacuum. We want to make sure that the OEMs, our partners are included. So we're working through all those details now alongside them. Yeah. And I would agree that that's probably one of the biggest details to all of this because you know, for so long, if the OEMs don't want to do something, they're the main places that you start to hear the pushback, you know, and then that's what gets expressed to us. And then when we talk about it, then people are like, well, see, it's this. So for you guys to have the OEMs, you know, really understanding of where everything is going to go for, because a lot of the same things that you guys have said before, it's you guys have trucks on the road and employees that are out there just as much. It needs to make sense financially and, and for everyone. So it's good to see how everybody's different element is going to play into this. Um, you know, something that we really haven't talked to with other people about, so we'll tell you. Okay. Um, every year, uh, we, from Motocross, would meet with the OEMs in November. And we'd have our annual meeting. And the only thing we really talked about was rules for the next year. That's as far out as we got, is rules for the next year. And, you know, I think I can speak for Dave. He had a similar meeting with the OEMs and they would talk about rules for the next year. Well, uh, something that, you know, in addition to this uh, series that came out of just talking together and working together at this level was a steering committee. And we started a steering committee with the OEMs and with AMA and AMA Pro Racing 
Child Entertainment and MX Sports Pro Racing. And as a group, we're going to steer this industry with everybody having a seat at the table. We had our first meeting um, last month at the MIC, and it, it's, it's going to be an opportunity where we can, as an industry, come up with that three, five, 10 year plan instead of being reactionary. Okay, what are we gonna do next year? What are we gonna do in five years? And that's a, something that is really exciting. A, another development as a result of us just working together for the first time. I, I like hearing that because uh, Tampa 2020, Dave, you guys had all of us at the Feld headquarters and we got that tour. Yeah. This was all the media people there and Carrie, you know, your brother Davey was there and, and we all got to spitball these ideas and just sitting at that table where everyone was able to express their ideas. I was like, man, I have been like dying for this opportunity for God knows how long. And to know like all of the good things that could come from that, because we all said the same thing. What's the five-year plan? What's the 10-year plan? And then obviously, you know, in the next four weeks, everything gets a little haywire. We had to forget about that meeting, but still elements that were from that, I was like, okay, I'm going to think about this or see how this can get implemented. But that whole time was just how can everyone from the teams to the OEMs to you guys, how can they all get on the same page? And, and it's cool to hear how it's all going to be unified, even down to the race officials that are going to be more consistent. Because we know it's a lot of the same people that go from one series to the next, but then just to have just standardness all the way across is going to be great. Because it will steer it in the direction that you guys are hoping for, yeah. Agreed. Yeah. So um, to kind of wrap this up, as we said earlier, a big bulk of the details will come out later this year, uh, probably, you know, October, November time. But what are some things that you guys can, you know, share? We've heard 12 races for, or I'm sorry, 11 races for the Nationals, 17 still for Supercross, and then the two playoff races and then the finale. Are there any real specific details that you guys want people to know straight from the horse's mouth so they're not misinformed? Um, I think most of the specific details will come out in October, but um, I, I just want people to know that this is, you know, this has been in the works for quite some time. We're super excited to announce it today. I think I can speak for Carrie and say in the last few weeks when we knew we were going to pull the trigger um, was was tough to keep it under our hats. But um, no, I think it's it's an opportunity for all of us to grow the sport. And that's exciting me because I think, um, you know, like Carrie said, I know it's never been um, never been at this point. We've never worked collectively. We've all worked in silos and we've done a good job, all OEMs and MX Sports and Feld Entertainment building um, the sport, but we've done it in silos. So now collectively, I think that growth is uh, gonna be exponential. Okay, last thing I'll say is, um, you know, as, we go into next year. Just a couple of weeks ago, I had been thinking like, man, this is this season has been unbelievable. The Supercross season that we watched was great. This outdoor motocross season that we're going through right now. I mean, this is the best racing ever. And as much as I hate to say it, I'm already looking forward to next year because I know that there are guys that are entering different points in their career or they're more motivated than ever or they're making changes that are going to have this happen. And then to see the changes that are happening within the sport. I mean, it, it really is setting it all up to be great 
you know, the last two and three years where we've seen like a step here and a step here and a step here of things getting together for everyone to be working together to reach one big goal at the same time when the racing is looking like it's going to be the best it's ever been. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure you guys have kind of had ideas of like, oh, wow, I can't wait for this race or to see this. How excited are you to see next year play out the way it, it, it will? Oh, I'm <laughs> We're thrilled. Yeah. You know, we are so excited, and especially for the, the the three rounds at the end, the playoffs and the finale, we're going to take our, you know, combined assets, our infrastructure, and bring them all at one place. And these three um, events are going to be spectacular happenings. They're not just going to be races. They're going to be must-see TV, must-be you know, in, in the stands. And when we sit down and and started looking at all the things we each have to offer, when you put that together, it's, it's something that the sport hasn't seen. Yeah, no, I would agree. I think I'm looking forward to the entire year because now we've got this third storyline. We're going to continue with the Supercross championship. We're going to continue with the pro motocross championship but you've got this overarching storyline that's going to interweave throughout both and then the postseason, which obviously has never been done. So I couldn't be more excited. I'm super excited about the, uh, the unique venues and tracks that we're going to develop um, and come up with and see in 23 and beyond. So I, I don't know. I, I'm through all of this, you know, we know, how big the sport is, you know, Supercross packs people out into the stadiums. There's always people at the Outdoor Nationals. There's thousands of people there. But really at the heart of it, it's two family-owned businesses. You know, the Coombs family owns MX Sports, the Feld family owns Feld Entertainment. To see how connected it still is because it's the same people that I've known forever. It's, it's you know, it's Carrie and Davey that are at the Nationals that I see all the time that I hope don't yell at me. And then it's Dave and Mike at the races that I'm like, man, I really hope that uh, I'm not in the way this time and I don't have a bike hit me. But I know it's still the same people all the time that I can always go get a direct answer to. To see how connected you guys are, to see the inner workings of the business, the potential that you guys have to go from, but also knowing everything that you've been through to get to this point. I think that that's really the next big important thing through this is because you guys know the space that you're in so, so well. Well, I, I, I think it's our collective experience that we are looking forward to bringing to this. You know, we've been, like you said, around forever. Mm-hmm. You know, they've, uh, Feld has, has been, been around forever, but we've, we've never worked together at this level. And I look forward to learning from Mr. Feld and his team, because I, I know that he is so hands-on with this project. He's been involved every step of the way. And, you know, we, we are very hands-on at the races. We're very, you know, boots, boots on the ground. Um, they are the same way. And with all the boots on the ground now, all the people involved, we can't help but make it better. Yeah, 100%. And I think you said it, but two family-owned businesses that are passionate about the sport with the mission and the goal to grow, grow the sport grow new fans, um, you know, maintain the amateur competitors and families out here. 
Um, but grow, grow the sport, introduce it to new people, introduce fans. So, um, and that comes from passionate family owned businesses. Mm -hmm. You know, to be like brutally honest through forever, we've always heard like, well, this is for sale or someone's going to buy this, or this series is going to get bought out by this. And I, I would really think in the last three years, I've heard those rumors stronger than they've ever been that a certain party was going to buy Supercross or that a certain party was going to buy the outdoors. And I, I mean, really, you guys are at a prime time because the sport's bigger than they've ever been. And if there wasn't ever a chance for you to cash out and ride off into the sunset on it, you could now. But instead, you guys are really committed to doing what's going to be a lot of work. I mean, let's be honest about it. This is not going to be an easy venture to make it in the end. But I really do think that, I mean, that shows the commitment you guys are in. It, rather than cash out and go on to the next thing or just continue doing what you're doing, you guys are really going to take a big step in hoping to make the sport bigger. I mean, that's really, really commendable. Yeah, I think Kenneth said it in an interview. Like, we're both companies are in this for the long term, but we're playing the long game and um, fully, commit, fully committed to today and the future. You know, we have, um, we, especially through the Loretta program, we get these kids to participate uh, through amateur racing and work here, you know, at the races, um, guiding them, stewarding, you know, them and, 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 and managing these events and they're amateur races. And then when they turn pro, they come and we're still there. Then we shepherd them through their professional career. And then when they retire from racing professional, they come back to Loretta's and we, you know, shepherd them through their, you know, senior racing and we get the stars, you know, Michael Lessie is racing here, you know, this, this week and we get the Mike Rouse. We take that responsibility very serious. Um, it's a fiduciary, you know, responsibility that we have towards these families. And so, yeah, the, the, the pro part of it's important, but it's, it's really about, you know, this, and now, you know, we welcome, you know, our fellow friends into this realm to, to work at this amateur level with us and to be part of it and be part of these OEM meetings where we decide how are we going to um, um, create a pathway to success for these amateur riders together. It just, it just makes sense. And you have to have passion to, to do that. And, and, or else, you know, why, why are we here? You know, first thing, you know, I wake up every morning to coal miner's daughter, you know, <laughs> song, you know, that's our wake up call here. And, um, but we do it because we love it. Yeah. And I, mean, I think I can speak for Mr. Feld. He does it because he loves it. Yeah. I mean, anybody that's in this, like even for us, I could go do a million other things, I think, but I love my job. I love what I get to do. And I know every mechanic, every goggle guy, every tire changing dude, the people that work to put the stakes in the ground to hang the banners. I mean, everybody that's out there, they know that they want to do this because they want to help the sport go forward. I mean, that's what it's really all about at the end of it. Very true. Cool. Well, hey, thank you guys. I've, I've had a blast talking to you. I really know that we'll have a lot, lot more conversations about this as this goes on because, I mean, Dave, you've been at a lot of outdoor nationals this year. I saw you at Washougal a few weeks ago. Carrie, I see you every week through the summer. I'll be at Loretta's tomorrow. 
So, uh, yeah, I look forward to seeing how this plays out and getting closer to the next big drop of news and then next year when this finally gets to start. Sounds good. Cool. Well, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. See you tomorrow.